Welcome back to the Viking Update Show with John Krasinski and Jim Suhan, our producers, Brandon Morton. John, of course, from The Athletic. I'm from the Star Tribune. We appreciate you listening to this show and to talknorth.com. You also might be interested in Jeff Diamond's Vikings and NFL Insider, the former Vikings general manager's view on the Vikings and the league. Again, thanks for listening to talknorth.com. Best way to listen, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. We're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services studio. Thanks to Aquarius Home Services, TSR Injury Law, Star Bank, and Manscaped. All right, John. Uh, spent a lot of time around Vikings and people and NFL people last week. Uh, the Bud Grant Memorial, NFL meetings, talking to beat writers, talking to people who you know work for the team, who've been around the team for a long time. And I, I kind of came up with the sense that Kevin O'Connell is very comfortable with the idea of playing a purely modern game and trying to beat you 40 to 30. And and we already knew, you know, hey, he's an offensive coordinator. Of course, he's very interested in the, in the offense. He comes from the Rams system, three wide receivers set, throwing the ball a lot, um, valuing the quarterback position greatly. We kind of already know that that's in him. But I think what we're really seeing here with the, the drafting of Jordan Addison in the first pick, even though they had one of the worst defenses in the league last year, uh, picking up Brian Flores to kind of find the best way to use all these spare parts on defense. Uh, we think uh, we're talking here on Tuesday morning, maybe within a couple of d- few days, they might have made a final decision on Dalvin Cook. But it looks like they're de-emphasizing having a great running back or relying on the running game. They definitely want to play a three-wide receiver set with a dynamic tight end who they traded for last year. It just feels like the more I talk to people, the more I feel like Kevin O'Connell is going to try to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Be good enough on defense, be good enough in the running game, but really beat people by putting up a lot of points in the passing game. Yeah, and you know, I don't blame him for that. Um, I, I think that when you look at how the game has been tailored, over the last decade, um, it is the, the degree of difficulty to win as a team that wants to play defense, low scoring, win tight games that way, or a team that wants to grind it out on the ground, uh, just three yards in a cloud of dust uh, kind of approach that 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 that's so much harder to do these days just because of how the rules are because of how rosters are built because of the players who are coming up through the college ranks and playing in these more wide open spread offenses and things like that um it's just it's really hard to go that way and um and so this is in some ways the easier path and the right one to take because the path that they are trying to walk down is the one that is more hospitable to the to the team so building your offense the way that kevin o'connell is building it emphasizing points and offense and and scoring and 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 throwing the ball and wide open um that's where the league's decision makers have decided they want the game to go. And so it's going to be easier to kind of mold your team to fit that type of approach, because that's what the, 
the nature of this game is nowadays. And so, you know, we can all lament that, ah, you know, th- th- this is just a circus now. Um, you know, these, these high scores are, you know, have you know, the, the greats of the old days rolling over in their graves. And man, do, don't you remember how much fun it was to see a 14 to, to 10 game and, and just big hits and, 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 and yards that were really tough to get. There's a lot of people who love that, that style of football and I don't blame them, but that's gone. Like it's, 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 it's not available anymore. And so you can either sort of fight that and, 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 and buck against it, or you can adapt to the changing landscape. And that's what I feel like the Vikings are doing now with Kevin O'Connell with their approach. It does not guarantee success, but it certainly puts them in a position to take advantage of the rules uh, of the way this game is built a lot more. And so I see why that philosophy is the one going forward here. And you look at recent Super Bowl winners, obviously Kansas City's won two of the last four. They have Patrick Mahomes, but it's also a, they also made a philosophical choice to emphasize wide open offense, uh, multiple receivers who can who can beat you. They won it with Tyree Hill. They won it without Tyree Hill, so they're obviously not wide receiver dependent. But they always have a number of options for Mahomes to beat you. Uh, the Rams with Stafford throwing a cup and a good three wide receiver offense. They won a Super Bowl. Tom Brady slinging it all over the place won a Super Bowl. And I will tell you this: I I covered that uh, Patriots thirteen to three victory over the Rams in the Super Bowl. I was in the building. I was there all week, and that was one of the bo- most boring Super Bowls I've ever seen. And it, listen, you know. Patriots won it. Congratulations to them. But if you were a ca- – what every sport is seeking is engagement from the casual fan. Every sport has its diehards locked in place. And no matter how much those people might complain about the game, they ain't going anywhere. NHL fans who love the NHL ain't going anywhere no matter what you do to the rules, no matter who's playing, no matter how bad their local team is, they're still going to be NHL fans. What these leagues are looking for is – engaging the casual viewer and Patriots 13 Rams three in a defensive snooze fest does not grab the casual viewer. Uh, Patrick Mahomes sling it all over the place. The Rams, you know, Stafford against, uh, against Burrow sling it all over the place. Uh, you know, that's what grabs people, you know, Tom Brady putting up 31 points at his age. That's what grabs people. And, and I know, I know the modern game might offend some old timers, but those old timers are going to watch anyway. Yeah, and and here and the other part about that, Jim, you're right. You're 100 percent right about that, and getting the younger fan and kind of evolving with the fan base as it goes along. But it's also a a a point of the emphasis on player safety as well, right? I mean, right. We 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 have looked at the punishment that these players' bodies endure over multiple years playing in this league and we I, I think the determination was made that uh the massive hits over the middle the Jack Tatum's throwing forearms into into receivers was unsustainable that the the concussions while you cannot legislate them out of the game by any stretch of the imagination there have to be things that are done to try to reduce the harm that is 
inflicted upon these players from a head injury standpoint, just from an overall injury standpoint. This is a physical collision sport. It's going to inflict pain and 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 suffering on its combatants. But um, I do think that legit, like taking some of those big hits away, really protecting the quarterbacks more the way that they have been, um, it, it 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 helps to keep the the players safer and and to have a little bit more longevity in their careers and then by default it also makes it harder for defenses to do their job and and so when you make those changes um when you do when you do it that way to benefit both the casual fan who wants to see points and bombs to Randy Moss and 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 all of those things that light up the scoreboard but also wants to see these players maybe at least have a chance not to uh be completely hobbled and um and and die young and all of those things uh you know that happen after their careers are over it, it's all built toward offense toward less hitting toward less defense toward all of that and so they that's the result that you get by making the game quote unquote safer like they have and by trying to look for more highlights and more points and so it's just the way that it's that 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 it's going to go like there's no way to make it easier to play defense when you're taking a lot of the contact out of the sport and so uh, that the, that's the decisions that have been made on multiple levels here. And I don't think you're getting a lot of complaining. Ratings are through the roof. The, the obsession with this sport is as great as it's ever been or greater. And so you are not losing audience by going this way. No, you're not. You're absolutely. You're, and that is empirical. That's factual. You are not losing audience. You are making the sport more popular. The average fan would rather see Justin Jefferson catch a 60-yard touchdown pass and dance in the end zone than watch uh, three runs up the middle. They get you first down and give you an advantage in time of possession. It's just that simple. It's more interesting. It's more visually interesting. It's more it's more strategically interesting because to get Justin Jefferson open for that play, you've got to set up the defense in certain ways, and it's fast. And that's why all of these shows on TV. Uh, that break down X's and O's and have experts who really can speak to it. That's why they're so popular because it's fascinating how you, how you manage an offense to get people wide open and to fool defenses, to beat defenses. Uh, and you know, the off tackle, the off tackle run just isn't that interesting. Yeah. It's it, it, like the, I think that, you know, in some ways you look at it and you say, well, we need to make this game, accessible to fans in terms of being able to process uh simplify what they're seeing on the screen and and do all that but i i actually think in the nfl's case sort of the inverse is working right now in terms of these these x's and o's show shows show how many decisions a quarterback has to make in three seconds it shows like the adjustments that a that a receiver makes at the top of his route whether he goes inside whether he goes outside whether he's a, it's a go route a stop route all the all the myriad things he has to read in the secondary to make his decisions on the fly uh when you when they're talking about 
changing the plays at the line of scrimmage, when they're talking about all the different coverages that a defense will throw at, uh, throw at an offense that will disguise uh, what they, the looks that they give a quarterback to try and fool them. When you make things as complicated as it as they are in the NFL, and when you really show how complicated it is, I think that there's an even greater respect that is given by the average fan to the coaches and the players who are executing these things within a four seconds that they have to run each play, uh, both offensively and defensively. And so you add all the layers that are involved in executing offense and defense at the highest level here and and fans really start to realize that hey you know what i can go swing a golf club and try and knock it down the middle of the fairway and i kind of know that there's like three things i have to do to make that happen they may be really hard to do but there's i i know what they are um you know running a pick and roll in the NBA uh, is complicated and there's a lot of reads you have to make, but in general, it's two men against two men and you and you make, and you make the right read. I, I can figure that out. It's fairly straightforward. There is nothing straightforward about, you know, this slot receiver going in motion. What does that do um, to the defense? How does the defense respond to that? And how does the quarterback read what the defense's response is and how does that dictate what his first read is after the snap? Like having all of these things that are really advanced, I think makes it more compelling for a lot of fans to say, man, I could not do this. There is so much that goes into this and I'm going to study and I want to get into it. I want to know it and I'm going to look at it even closer. And so that kind of grabs you in a way too. I mean, Kevin O'Connell to bring this all back to where we started this conversation, Kevin O'Connell certainly is one of those new young coaches who is sort of advertised as this big brain guy, right? This, this, this inventive thinker, um, this, this one who obsesses over, um, the, the very smallest of details in his offense. And how do I use, this player to create this mismatch to add this advantage to our um to our our offense and and what do the analytics say about uh running this play over time and how how it will work uh at you know in a sample size of 30 uh executions versus one or two like all of that i think contributes to the popularity of the game and the respect for the game that these fans have, because they know that this is hard. They know that they can't replicate this in their backyard. And, um, and so they just, I, I think they dive into it and, and consume it in a different way. No doubt about it. I'm going to tell you about two rules changes. I love that a lot of people at least pretended they weren't going to like. We're also going to ask which division winners in the NFL have the best chance to repeat. Do want to let you know we're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services studio. And here's more about Aquarius Home Services. 
Scott here, your Aquarius Home Services radio guy. Remember complaining about how long the winter was? And now it's time to get ready for hot, humid summer days. Be worry-free with your AC and schedule your tune-up with Aquarius. A quality-trained technician will do a thorough evaluation, review all the details and recommendations, and answer any questions. At Aquarius, our goal is to always provide amazing service and earn the right to be recommended. We're just a click away at AquariusHomeServices.com. Thanks also to longtimetalknorth.com sponsor, uh, TSR Injury Law. By now, you probably know the deal, 612-TSR-TIME, 612-TSR-TIME. You know why that has become so familiar? Yes, part of it's the advertising. Part of it is they win so many cases that they can afford to advertise everywhere. They can afford to tell everybody that they are the best option if you are injured because they are. 612-TSR-TIME. If you are injured, they will take good care of you. They will not charge you unless they win your case and they win a lot of cases. That's why you know so much about them already. 612-TSR-TIME. And also want to let you know that big banks aren't the only ones with mobile apps and convenient financial services. I'd like to tell you about Star Bank. Star Bank is an independent community bank in Minnesota. They're family owned and treat customer relationships as a top priority. You're not a customer number at Star Bank and they have no call center. It's just a banking how it should be, a throwback to the good days, mobile app check, convenient services. You got it. Check out Star Bank for yourself. For deposits and lending solutions, work with a local community bank that cares, starbank.net, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Uh, so two rules changes that I think were very unpopular with the old school fan in baseball and football. One was the installation of the pitch clock, an abomination mm-hmm. for anybody who believed that baseball should be a timeless sport. And the football rule change that I think was equally offensive to traditionalists, uh, protecting the quarterback at all costs, calling marginal hits, penalties, trying to keep your quarterback safe at the expense of defensive hard hitting, which is what so many people think football is about. And I think both rule changes are the best things that have ever happened to their sports. Uh, Baseball moves so much better now. It's so much more fun to watch, so much more interesting because people aren't standing there doing nothing. And the NFL I know everybody likes big hits. Everybody who isn't involved in big hits likes big (laughs) hits. But you cannot sell the NFL to the level the NFL is being sold. You cannot get the ratings they're getting if you've got second-string quarterbacks handing off to running backs. You need healthy star quarterbacks, and this rule change has made it more possible for a star quarterback to get through the season and play all the games. Yeah, look, I have you know long had some issues with NFL leadership and how they go about things and some of the decisions that are made and and all of these things. But one thing I will give them real credit for is when they make a decision, um, especially in a in a in an area like this, they make it and they go and they don't care what the initial backlash is. They they don't. They, it, it, they are unbowed by this game is being soft now. This isn't Dick Buckus anymore. This isn't, you know, the, the game I grew up watching and loving. You know, th- this, is a, this is a total bastardization of, of what made football great. There, was, there's plenty of, there were plenty of those voices out there, and they were loud ones when they first started implementing these changes. And they didn't care. The NFL just said, hey, 
This is the most important thing. This is what we think is going to be for the good of the game over the long term. And we're going to we're we're going to go forward with this. And we don't care if you don't like it. Go watch something else. You know, they 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 have the ultimate hammer of knowing that their product is the most consumed product in the United States. And so you certainly want to take care to not lose that status, but they also use it as a flex. Like, hey, we know what we're doing. So um, if you're going to whine about it, go somewhere else with it. It's not going to make us change our minds. It's not going to make us hesitate. And guess what? Several years down the road, after they've implemented a lot of these changes, all of those belly acres are still watching. And it is still a very, very fun game to watch. We all do tear our hair out sometimes at some of the roughing the passer uh, calls that are made. Um, that's just the nature of it. That's going to happen within a game from time to time. But overall, you do see the quarterbacks out there more often than not avoiding the big injuries that so often plague them. Uh, it plagued them in the past. And you. so that means... When you have good quarterbacks out there, you have a good product to sell. And in general, the NFL has been a very good product to sell, and they have stuck by their guns and said, you may not like it in the initial, but you're going to like it over the long haul because your favorite quarterback is going to be in the game on the biggest stages when you need him the most. And that's ultimately all that really matters with this. I think we'll save the division winners who could repeat, who's most likely to repeat. And, of course, we'll talk about the Vikings' chances. I think we'll save that for next week. Uh, now that we're talking about player safety, do you like the new kickoff rule? Well, I, I'm, I'm a little conflicted, I'll say, just because, like, you know, I, I did. Like, I, the, the, the NFL that I grew up watching was one of, I mean, one of the most thrilling parts of this game was the kickoff and seeing, you know, uh, Eric Metcalf take, you know, take it to the house, so, you know, watching the momentum swing to such a, a an unbelievable degree. Um, anytime that you could break one of those Devin Hester, um, you know, I, I was a kid uh, at the Vikings game when Steve Smith opened the the season with a kick return for a touchdown for the Panthers and they won that game and that was the only game they won all year. Um, and, and so like t- watching how that gets legis is, is, is gradually getting legislated out of this game. It's, it's hard for me to watch. I will say that because I just think that they, you know, at its best, it can be such a thrilling moment and Cordero Patterson. And you know, think of all of the, uh, of the things it, it feels like we are absolutely headed toward a, a, a an existence and a game without kickoffs altogether. Um, that to me is unfortunate, but again, like if it is, you know, a player safety issue, if it is going to eliminate some of the major injuries that we do see I, another one, I remember Chad Greenway as a rookie tearing his ACL covering a kickoff like that, you know, that those kinds of things, I guess you do have to look at it. Um, and and I do think that in general, the league makes these changes with clear eyes um, and, and just understanding that, hey, th- for the long run, good of the game, this is probably going to be the best. It is going to take an adjustment for me, though, Jim. I'll be honest. Like, I just I love kickoffs. I want to see more action on kickoffs if possible. I don't want it to be rendered 
you know, as, as, as relatively mundane as an extra point. So, um, it's going to take some adjustment. We'll see how it goes, but I do think we are, we are going toward a day in the league where there just, there is no kickoff altogether. Right. I agree with you. And I also agree with your, your sentiment about it. My head acknowledges that a lot of injuries occur on kickoffs, uh, and it's really rough on the returning guys. It's and you know, and people are put out there kind of with the spoken or unspoken understanding they're just gonna go down and just sacrifice their body yes. to take out a wedge or take out a blocker or or make a big hit on the returner. It is the probably the easiest, most convenient place to save wear and tear on players, but I will miss it. Uh, mm-hmm. I will miss the ceremonial aspect of it. I will also miss the fact that, you know, you think about we've all done NFL picks, right? Whether you do yeah. it uh, for a podcast or you do it in your household, everybody does NFL picks. And w- during the week, you think about quarterbacks, you think about pass rushers, you think about coaching strategies, injuries, all these other things. And then you get to the game, you go, oh yeah, this game could be won by the third string running back, taking one back to the house on the opening kick. I mean, it, it does also lend to unpredictability in the game because you can win and lose games with your special teams. Well, and, and let's also look at it too. Like if, if I'm the players association and I'm looking at this, like the special teams kickoffs in general have been the launch point for great careers. Like that's a lot of times how players get a foothold in the league, covering kicks, returning kicks, blocking for kicks, kind of things like that. And then you eventually work your way up to getting opportunities, catching passes like Adam Thielen, you know, um, you know, doing doing other things. And like there was a time in the league where these sort of maniacs were a a a popular little subculture within the league. Steve Tasker for the Bills, mm-hmm. Chris Walsh for the for the Vikings, you know, um there was a whole culture around just these dudes who would run down the field with their hair on fire and go make a play. And yet maybe that wasn't great for their health. Maybe that was, um, it really wreaked havoc on their bodies, but you, I I think it's going to remove jobs for some players and certainly will change kind of the culture of a locker room and, and some of like the more popular kind of underdog players in the league, not to mention the Pattersons and the Devin Hester's and the, and, and the really like unbelievably talented return men that we've seen over the years who can absolutely take over a game. Desmond Howard being the, the, MVP of a Super Bowl, right? With the Packers, like, and, and for, for his return work, like that, that's, that's the kind of stuff that we're, I guess we're just going to have to learn to live without. Um, but I will sort of, um, shed a tear for that part of like the, the, the football of my youth that is vast, that is disappearing, um, because of these changes uh, because I really think like it was a super unique thing and um, and it was it was a, it was really a, a, a fun, different part of the game other than just the offense and just the defense. And here's these 
these these special teamers who are usually coached by these really weird dudes um and and you know think of all the the weird special teams coaches we've covered over the years jim with the vikings and like and and and, and i think a lot of that personality is going to be taken away from the game because of where we're going this way no doubt about it. All right. Next week, we'll talk about the divisions. I think we'll have some Dalvin Cook news to digest and analyze, have a better idea what the roster is going to look forward, look like going forward. Hey, thanks for listening to the Viking Update Show. Again, check out Jeff Diamond's Vikings and NFL Insider. If you like our live shows, we're going to be at O'Donovan's downtown June 13th at 530 with Roy Smalley and Lavelle Deal and myself to talk baseball. Uh, check that out as well. Spread the word. We do appreciate you listening.